Welcome back to another episode of The Home Stretch. Today, Ian and I are joined by a familiar face to us, Steve Ryan, who is National Sales Director at the Property Jungle. He works for Nurture Tech, which encompasses Starbury as well, which lots of you will have heard of. So thank you, Steve, for coming on today. No problem at all, Holly. Thanks for inviting me and good to see you again, Ian. And to you, sir. Well, we want to get to know you a little bit more, Steve, before we go into websites and the importance of having a fully optimised website for estate agents. But we've known you for quite a few years, haven't we, Steve? So tell us how your kind of your nurture journey began. Okay, so nurture journey started when I was at the Guild. So I started as a business development manager. Before that, I'd been an estate agent and a Guild member. So next year will be 35 years since I started working in the property industry, which uh, yeah is more years than I care to remember. <laughs> and then three years ago, I moved over from the Guild to the Property Jungle, um, specialising on websites. And then earlier this year, took the wider role, which also incorporates Starbury and the SEO sales as well. So yeah, all, always been in property um, and now talk about it rather than doing it. So, but hopefully still lots of relevant experience. Absolutely. Yeah, it's great that you've got all that experience. Ian, what were you going to say then? I was going to say then, so Steve, um, we worked together for a few years. You knew the Guild better than anybody, probably at that time. And you knew so many products that sat within the Guild stable. So I am expecting some pretty good stuff today. One one topic to talk about, you're more than capable of knowing the insides out and upside down of everything. So I'm going to give you a, a proper quizzing. So our listeners can really think about what they're doing with their business, their websites, their SEO, etc. Just so you know. Ian, I wouldn't have expected anything less from you. I did say to Holly, I'm sure Ian will come up with either a curveball or a long list of questions, but hopefully then it makes it more of an interesting watch or listen for everybody at home. Indeed. He did, yeah, Steve did say to me yesterday, well, I wonder what Ian's going to throw at me. And I said, oh, no, Ian will be so kind and he won't ask you anything strange and bizarre but here we go what's your first question then Ian what's the worst website you've ever seen with an estate agent (laughs) um I would probably don't don't name names I I would probably say the one I had when I first started in agency because it was a static page and it linked out if everyone can remember to um the website provided by the National Association of Estate Agents. And I now know that that's a huge no-no, that you shouldn't lose all your traffic for your property searches somewhere else. And actually, you want people to be able to tell you who they are and what they want. Um, I've seen a couple recently that run it quite close, that even in today's mobile age, have a static website and you click onto it from your mobile and it's a big white empty space at the bottom of the screen and you're having to zoom in and, and spin around on it so yeah it feels very 2005 those sorts of websites but there's still some firms out there with them that was back in the days of the tinternet wasn't it it was and probably dial up and everything else Ian, it was. So now it was. we're spoiled with uh with 5g and super fast fiber so your website should be trying to keep up with that improvement in speed yeah without doubt so Let's get straight into the nitty gritty. How important is it for an independent estate agent to have a brilliant website of their own? Bearing in mind they all use the portals and they use other, you know, various other links, etc. And I think I think the portals you have to take as a standalone thing. Yes, it's on the internet, but it's not your website. It's a central place where people go to look at properties. What you want your website to do is to promote your business. 
And everything that you do, whether it's online or offline, eventually leads back to your website. So you're probably doing leaflets that maybe got QR code on, you've got a for sale board, all the ones around by me all have the agent's web address on there. And if your website doesn't look good when people get there, or it's hard to use, or it's that awful 2005 website with a big white space at the bottom, all of the other activity that you've done basically has been wasted. Yeah. So your website is probably as important as your office was at one stage where you'd have never had out-of-date window cards. You'd have always kept it spotlessly clean and think of your website effectively as now your online online window to the world, your online office. Yeah, so nice. I mean, that's a great line in the first two minutes of of the of the podcast, without a doubt. Um so what what does a good website look like and what does a great website look like then? Okay. Um, a, a good website, you would say, would probably tick a lot of bases, so a lot of boxes and cover a lot of bases generally for an estate agent's website. A great website will be optimised for who you are, where you are, your products and the segment of the market that you're aiming for. Um, and we deal with lots of clients who are in the same town, but one will be focusing on the upper quartile. Another will be dealing with retirement properties or apartments. And yeah, it's the same website, but they're aimed at different different marketplaces. And I think realistically, you have to think, what would you do if you were moving home today and you weren't an estate agent? Two things you'd probably do is search properties for sale in rugby, where I'm based. What's on the market? Is there anything for me to move to? Or what's sold ground by me? So if your website's not showing in that search result, you're already on the back foot. The other thing would happen once I've decided I want to move, I'm then going to search estate agents in or letting agents in rugby. And again, I want to show as high up that search result as I could. Next step, making it that great website in is how easy is it for me to access it? And realistically, somebody's going to be doing that on their phone. And we see lots of websites that look fantastic on a desktop you open it on a website and all of the banners have gone, the calls to action have gone, or there's something strange that hasn't resized that's covering where you want to get to. So you've really got to think about that sort of journey of how do people find out who you are and then how do they then tell you who they are and what they want? Yeah, I agree with that. Peter and I um, was uh, on a podcast recently and he didn't cover this off because I didn't ask the question, but I remember a survey that he did and I think I've got the stat right, but I may have got it wrong, but don't let the truth uh, ruin a good story, uh, which said that 89% of sellers go to the independent agent's website before choosing which agent to instruct. What do you think? I haven't seen that stat, Ian, but I would say it makes a lot of sense because you're not going to go into the town and wander around everywhere like you used to where you'd go on a Saturday morning and zigzag up and down the high street. It's so easy now. Everyone expects to do things online from the comfort of the home any time of day and work out who they who they're going to be working with. A lot of people, and I think this is a Savile stat, move within a very small radius. So across the country, it's somewhere between three and nine miles. So if you think the people who are looking for a house are also potentially your vendor of the future. So if your website isn't set up to show in that search result of properties for sale or properties to rent in your area, you're really missing out on a trip there. Yeah, and I do completely agree with that. And in the olden days, so 35 years ago, we used to be in the press, in the newspapers. Yeah. 
And on a Thursday when I didn't advertise that way, because I worked at Hambro and they used to cut our advertising budget, I wouldn't put the I wouldn't put the newspaper outside the front of the office because I didn't want um, me to promote the fact that my rivals were advertising and I wasn't. Yeah. And I always think about the modern day version of older techniques and using the portals and promoting the portals when you haven't had an instruction that week is folly, in my opinion. Mm. Um, so with that thought in mind, what are good ways that you've seen of agents promoting their websites on either marketing material or SEO or whatever? Well, I think I think we've covered those two SEO terms. So once you've got those working, they will show up all the time, whether yeah. you've got new properties or not, or whether you've got price reductions. Um, a lot of the agents that we work with will write about the areas that they operate in. So if you haven't got a new property that week, you can at least say what's happening to property prices or why certain parts of the towns or certain villages that you cover are great places to live. And if you set that up as a blog on your website, share it out on social media, maybe drop it out as an email across your marketplace uh, through your database of applicants, then it's just another way of pulling pulling traffic traffic back in. Um, and I think, yeah, we've gone from the newspapers to the portals is the next thing that the social media platforms become much more important. And we're seeing agents now doing a lot more promo on Facebook and Instagram, whether that's property, whether it's market updates or legislation for the lettings market. But it's all things that if people are thinking about moving home or thinking about buying another property, they're doing some research and they might be doing that six months ahead of picking up the phone or coming into your office. And you've got to have something out there that engages with them. So when the time does come to say, right, we finished the decorating, the kids have finished school or whatever the reason is that's driving the move, you're on their list of people to contact. Hmm. Right, what have you heard so far? Well, I was quite interested in finding out what pages on websites perform best because you say, obviously, when you're doing this SEO, and I would like to touch on exactly what SEO is for yeah. in layman's terms. Should we go to that first, actually? Steve, in layman's terms... Okay. What is SEO? So what does it stand for, first of all? So it stands for search engine optimization. Yeah. And what does it entail and why is it important? And what we would what we would look at when we're doing the search engine optimization is looking at the keywords. So they will change, as I say, from business to business and location to location. Now there's lots of great tools out there where you can actually work out the high traffic um search terms that people are putting into the internet. And the two most popular usually are estate agents in whichever town, properties for sale, letting agents in, and properties to rent. So they are four that will work really well for you. Now, if you do mortgages, surveys, new homes, we can expand, expand that for you. What we'll then look at is the on-page content on your website. So the part that you as a website visitor can read, and we'll also look at the page titles, the URL structure. So that's the piece at the very, very top. So if you went to, um, let's do Mackenzie and Hibbert estate agents, would it then say forward slash contact or would it be forward slash estate agents in London or estate agents in Park Lane? Now that's a much more URL friendly term for a search engine to pick up. Um, many years ago, I worked for an estate agency in Coventry and the tagline on the website was, a long established firm selling homes across the city. 
So you can imagine we didn't show up very well in the search term estate agents in Coventry. It was the early days of the internet at that point, and we got lots of sold boards, and we went, why are we on page three when we've got all of these, these sold boards? So we went away, worked out what to do, updated the website, and then, yeah, we were then appearing on, on page one. So if you think about it, of what are people likely to be typing into the search engines, that's what we're going to put on your website. Now, if you speak to Tausif, He'll go into it in a lot more detail, but then we're starting to lose the layman's terms part of it. Yeah. But what we have in the background is some really clever people and that's some absolutely fantastic tech that can say, right, who do you want to talk to? Who's your biggest competitor? What's the biggest search term? Right. We'll build all of that content into your website. Sorry, I was just going to ask, can I um, understand, please, the difference between SEO and local SEO? Okay, so... I'll cover three in. I'll give you a bonus. Okay? Oh, brilliant. So the local SEO is the map packs. So if I typed in estate agents in rugby, I'm likely to get a map. And then there's three sections underneath, which will normally have a little bit of advertising if somebody's paying. And then three estate agents listed that go out to your website. Now that, although it's linked to your website, is totally separate. So it's based on how good a job you've done of setting up your profile in Google have you put in the town that you cover, the services that you offer? What's the name of your business? So you can optimize that section. That's what we'd refer to as Google Local. When we do the work for our clients on that, we'll also work on Bing and Apple Maps as well. But Google's the main search engine that, that people use. You've then got the SEO within the website, which we've covered. Have you got the right content, the right page titles, the right URL structure? And say so there is some more to it than that, but those are probably the, the main points I think that people would, would sort of feel comfortable with. And then if you want to show up in the adverts, you've got your pay-per-click advertising. Now, that's a great way of getting to the top of certain search terms very quickly. But as soon as you stop spending, you disappear. Whereas if you've done the optimization on your Google profile, the Google local, and you've done your website, that will keep you high up in those search results even without paying any any money for adverts. It is interesting, isn't it? Because we all recognise those ad advertising links at the top of our pages when we're searching for anything on Google. So getting your SEO right kind of builds trust, doesn't it, I guess? It, it does, yeah. And I think particularly, again, if you look at part of the reason that you would show up in that top three section is, is the number of reviews and the star rating as well. Now we've started feeding that through onto agents' websites because if somebody's come in from a search term, they don't know when they get there whether you're any good or not. The website might look beautiful and you've probably got the house that they you've sold next door or you've got the house they want to buy. But if you've got your Google reviews on your website as well, it just gives people that little bit more sort of peace of mind. Of, oh, somebody gave them five stars last week and said that they were really helpful and got the sale through quickly. That's what you want to see on your, on your website. Again, somebody's more likely then to click book evaluation or register if they've got that uh, reassurance that you're, you're as good as they hope you are. So what sort of things encourage people to come off of websites? So I know that I've read a blog that you did um, fairly recently about bounce rates. Um, and that's when people come off a website, isn't it, after clicking onto it. So how do estate agents help to keep people on their pages? 
So we actually look at this as a as a global stat across the 800 or so websites that we have live at the moment. And it's it's really interesting. If you see a website that's got a high bounce rate, so as you say, somebody's gone on it and left without clicking through to, to look at any of the other content, it's usually also a website that's got a very low percentage of mobile usage. So probably what's happened is it's either taken a long time to load or when they get there, it's difficult, difficult to navigate. Now we've got very few of those websites and their clients that we say, well, actually, there is a new world of, of web tech. Let, let's move you there. Um, and we're gradually helping people update. But yeah, the bounce rate is usually I either can't find what I want or it's taken a long time to load. Um, and people, I think, get more and more impatient. You've now got a faster phone and a faster connection and everyone wants things there instantly. And clicking on those three lines in the top right-hand corner and clicking into a menu that says sales and then clicking again and hoping that there's somewhere that says book evaluation. Realistically, nobody's going to do that. What they want to do is open the website and there's maybe three options at the top. Call us, book evaluation, search for property. And at that point, you'll have covered most of the things that most of the people want to go to. If they want to go and look at Meet the Team, see if Ian's still there, then that's the point they probably click into the menu and go into things in a bit more detail. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's super easy to listen and understand all of this, I have to say. Um, just picking up on the new world of uh, web tech. Yeah. Um, what What is that? So obviously there's a lot more integrations now available with software systems. So you can get a two-way flow of information of properties coming in and applicant data hooked up straight into diary systems and there is a wide variation across the CRM providers. So check with your CRM provider whether that's something they offer. But that saves, say, the applicant a lot of time. It also saves the agent a lot of time. We've recently launched all of our websites in WordPress. So benefit with WordPress, it's a very SEO-friendly platform. Around 40% of new websites are built in WordPress. So it sort of turns the tables a little bit on Google that there's someone if 40% of the, the websites out there are on this platform, we need to understand how to read them. Um, and we also put a tool in there called Yoast, which helps you with your SEO. Um, and because it's such a universal platform, there will be mortgage quote calculators and all sorts of other tools. We, we work with a company called Locrating. So if you want to pull in all of the data on the schools, and the local transport and broadband connections and the school information even gives you the latest Ofsted report. You can plug that into a website now. So it's gone from just, oh, let's have a look at some pictures and see how much the houses are. You can really research the marketplace and get lots of lots of great information off the website. So again, rather than just being as you had a holding page and a link to something else, you can actually serve the community through your own business. Yeah, absolutely. You find that the longer people are on the website, the more brand awareness you've got, the more likely they will find something that catches their eye and go, yeah, I'm interested in that. I want to sign up for your newsletter or I want to be kept on your mailing list for anything new that comes up. Or, well, actually, it might be a few months off moving, but let's let's either get an instant valuation or book a face, face-to-face appointment. Yeah. And one of the interesting stats is coming back to your earlier question, Holly, of where are people on your website? Now, I always thought logically everyone would start on the homepage and then they'd methodically work their way around. Isn't the case at all. A lot of the time they'll come to your website having searched for property. So they end up on that list of all the houses you've got on the market. Or maybe they've seen one of your social media posts. 
that takes them to a specific property or they've had an email alert, here's something new or price reduced. And again, goes to a specific set of property details. So it's worthwhile looking at what your calls to action are there. And you might have a stamp duty calculator or mortgage calculator somewhere else on your website. But wouldn't it be really handy if I was looking at this set of details and think, well, okay, well, how much is that going to cost me a month to live in? And what's the cost for for buying it, what's the stamp duty going to be? So put it on your property details. And again, you'll get more engagement and probably also put book of viewing and do you need to sell, click here. Um, those, those sorts of things, again, that's where we're getting, as you mentioned Ian, earlier, getting into the great website. At that point, you're really thinking about the customer journey and the user experience. Don't make people look for things, put it there so it's easy for them to find. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I get some great feedback about TPJ. There's one from uh, Michael from Home Search this week saying that you're fabulous. Uh, just an email Ooh, that came to me. I didn't, I didn't forward it on to you, but he emailed it to me. Um, one of the products I love about uh, TPJ is the Can You Just philosophy. Do you want yeah. to just expand on that? So the Can You Just plan basically lets you contact our maintenance team and we'll make the changes on the website for you. So I think one thing that you would know over the life of your website, whether that's two, three, four years, the market's going to change, your business is going to change, your website's going to need to be updated. So if you need to change, meet the team, update some pictures, do a tweet, small tweak to the design, the Can You Just plan will cover that. Um, the WordPress platform if you've got somebody in marketing who's constantly writing blogs and building landing pages, well, they can go into the back of the WordPress platform and do that themselves if they want to. So we try to give agents the best of both worlds. A lot of the firms we work with, the person who's got their name above the door is still out there doing the valuations. They don't want to have to have the headache of changing the website. So we take care of it for them. If it's a slightly bigger firm, they've got the marketing team, they can they also have access to do that as well if if they want to. There, it seems, yeah, it all seems very accessible. And like you said earlier, it's all about the user journey, isn't it? With all of this, as with any part of a state agency, and we can all relate because we all purchase things on the internet. We all book things through the internet. And if something's difficult, you simply won't do it. You'll just stop using whatever platform or website or anything it is. Absolutely. So, how is this all relevant in the current market that we're in? So why is it important that we're capturing people on the internet in this market? I think the thing we've seen probably over the last 18 months is that change from agents saying, I've got not enough property and too many buyer inquiries to it being a case of I've now got more stock and how do I get everybody to see all of my all of my properties. Also, obviously, you want to be able to keep in touch with the people who are in the early early stages of thinking about coming to the market maybe in spring next year, because obviously we're sort of talking towards the, the end of the year at the moment. So for us, if you can be in the forefront of people's mind in those search terms, you're going to get more traffic. The website, if it's been set up correctly for us, it's then the conversion rates of viewing inquiries and valuation inquiries because then you can put people onto your databases and do the nurture journey. And within the website, we also have some tools that help you qualify and identify the people who've got a house to sell or need a mortgage and how quickly they're, they're looking, looking to move. But say so you'd always want to be in the forefront of, of people's minds. Ian, you were talking about the market 30 odd years ago. 
you'd have been on the high street at that point. You'd have been in a state agent's row. You'd have probably wanted the corner office if you could, and you'd have wanted the centre spread if if the budget budget allowed for it. And I think that's probably the the equivalent now with your website, with your SEO. Your SEO is being on the high street, being at the top of the the results is the corner office. And having a great looking website is maybe that sort of centre spread where you can see a really good selection of of what you do. But yeah, the people that are coming on the market today were probably doing their research at the tail end of the summer. So you've always got to be planning three to six months ahead. I love that. I love that analogy about the high street and the corner location and the centre pages because you're absolutely spot on. I'm going to borrow that one, Steve. Please do. I have got one final question and it mentions the C word, which I know that is creeping up on us. But have you got any questions before we close, Ian? No, I think it's been really a really thorough resume of um, the fact that consumer behaviour has changed, decision patterns have changed. Um, and if you haven't thought about your online presence, you haven't thought about the centre pages of the of the local paper or the corner corner shop of your High Street office. I think exactly it's brilliant. That. Well, Steve, so Christmas is fast approaching and you're probably going to need to make some change, a few changes to your website and your social media. So you've got, like Ian said, you've got that ethos of can you just, so what should people be reaching out to you and saying, can you just update such and such? So we, we have a couple of fun things. Um, we can make it snow on your website, which a lot of agents turn on in, in December. So it has that sort of Christmassy feel. We have a little pop-up that when you first go on the website, can you have a festive message Christmas opening hours and for those that do rentals obviously sort of emergency contact details as well um if you don't want to go down that route because not everybody likes to have snow on the website well we're still being professional we want to be selling houses right up to the last last minute then I would say maybe sort of put something obvious in the menu where you can click through that's Christmas hours or emergency emergency contact because yeah burst pipes don't know whether it's what time of year it is do they they and exactly. tenants rightly want to be able to contact somebody and get things resolved as as quickly as possible. But it's it's nice to have a little bit of a festive a festive feel mm -hmm. and have fun. Nobody wants to be dealing with with a humbug at Christmas. Nobody does. Well, that was a fantastic episode, Steve. Really appreciate you coming on. I just want to link back to an episode that we did um, a little while ago with Ben Sellers um, on AI. So. The, these two episodes actually come quite nicely together because you can obviously use some of those um, platforms such as ChatGPT, et cetera, to come up with some really great content for your website and to make sure that it's SEO optimized and it's got those keywords in it as well, can't you, Steve? So, Yeah, I think, I think AI is brilliant because nothing worse than staring at a blank screen thinking, I've got to write some content about my business or I've got to write all of those area guides that Steve mentioned there and talk about why a great place it is to live. Yeah, with AI, it will get you 90% of the way there. And I think, as Ben said, then fill in the gaps and the most recent information to personalise it. But uh, yeah, no reason now why you shouldn't have great content on your website. Absolutely. Great place yeah. to end. Well, thank you so much, Steve, for your time. And we will be seeing you very soon. Lovely. Good to see you both again. Thank you. Cheers.